Hey everyone, welcome to Schoolhouse, where we believe every parent has what it takes to help their child learn. We're here to give you practical tips and encouragement so you can be a confident learning coach. This is the space where school and house meet. I'm your co-host, Mary Stackhouse, and I'm joined by our host, Dr. Erica Carr, and today's episode is all about movement. I am super excited about this one. So Erica, what does movement have to do with coaching the learning? Well, movement is fuel for the brain. Okay, let's dig into that. What does that mean? All right, so movement and exercise increase oxygen to the brain and body, but movement also supports the chemicals that are responsible for neuron connections and it promotes the growth of new neurons. So if you remember back to episode seven, neuron connections are where it's at in terms of learning. Okay, I'm gonna nerd out probably on this episode. So let's talk more about the connection between movement and learning. All right, so the more we move, the better. So many of us Mm -hmm. have heard about the benefits of exercise probably our whole lives, right? Right. Like from weight loss, healthy body lens, but let's think about it from a learning lens. So Mm -hmm. movement leads to things like increased concentration, memory, the ability to make connections between concepts, especially those like higher order concepts, Mm -hmm. and it decreases depression and anxiety symptoms. This is so interesting. And I've noticed personally, like, you know, after a workout, during a workout, sometimes I just have these bursts of creativity or an idea or clarity. So... This is really interesting. Yeah, so there's actually a really great fact about all of this um, and something for parents to probably keep in mind, especially as you're coaching the learning from home um, and you're starting to know a little bit more about the actual like detailed schedule of when your children are having to do certain projects Mm -hmm. or tasks um, throughout the day. So if and even if you're not at home, like let's say your your child is back in a brick and mortar setting, Mm -hmm. um, but you to to help them along the way, especially when they're um, needing to do some really important tasks. A really cool fact comes from a book called Spark, and it's by Dr. John Rady. And in this book, he tells us that the perfect time to focus on a project that demands sharp thinking and complex analysis is right after exercising. And he says, so interesting. It is. Yeah. He says this is really due to the blood flow that occurs right after you finish exercising. So I think that's just a really cool fact for us to all keep yes. in mind. I mean, I'm even thinking for my own project. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, this is fascinating. So are there any specific movement regimens that parents should be thinking about for their kids? So I always say anything that keeps the blood pumping is great at least three times a week. Um, so some type of aerobic activity, and this could even be jogging. I know growing up, you know, my grandmother used to say, go run around the house three times, like get your energy out. And I know probably that happens in many Mm -hmm. households. Um, So those types of things, though, where you're really making the blood work um, throughout the body, because it gets that, like we said, that that oxygen flowing to the brain. So two other types of movement, though, that are also very important. So that's movement from group or solo play and movement that requires coordination. Mm, Okay, let's dive into that. So what does group or solo play movement look like? Okay, so group play uh, might be a new made-up game at recess or at the park. You know, maybe your child finds a group of friends or siblings. Um, This type of activity does tend to get the blood pumping, but can also be quite imaginative. So you want to be promoting some of these like group activities that are definitely high Mm -hmm. movement. I don't want to say intense, but those things that um, are going to, like I said, combine imagination and creativity with moving and, and getting that blood flowing. So 
movement from solo play might mean your child is playing hopscotch or maybe kicking a ball against the side of the house. Any, you know, something like mm-hmm. that, that same thing. You're getting the blood flowing. You're getting um, the movement happening. Or dancing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dancing to your favorite song. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so these are both important, the group and the solo play, because they're both triggering the release of those all-important chemicals that support the brain's functioning. And group play has the added benefit of exercising your child's social and emotional skills. So just kind of keep that in mind in terms of um, providing all the opportunities, right? Like we know we need our children to learn how to play by themselves. We also need them to learn how to play with others. We also need them to move. So it's sort of like a win-win-win. Right. And there's all kinds of ways, um, like we've been talking about, that they could do this. Yes. Yes. So when you mention movement that requires coordination, are you talking about shooting a basketball or kicking a soccer ball? Yes, exactly. So any movement or exercise, it might be a little bit more complex. Okay, so what does this coordinated movement do for the learner? So activity that requires more coordination, it gives the brain a chance to put new growth and neuron connections to work. So what's happening is you're really building new connections and networks of connections in the brain. So when you're concentrating on something complex, when you're moving, um, you know, what, whether it is shooting the ball into the hoop or into the goal, you know, you're, you've worked on the shooting part of it, and now you're putting that together with the understanding how to shoot it appropriately to get it in the in the goal Mm -hmm. Um, or you may even be adding to this so it could be uh, shooting basketball but you're moving from one place of your driveway to the other and you're learning now oh it feels like this over here and my arms have to do it this way when I'm on this side of the driveway but now you're transferring that understanding to a new side of the driveway Mm -hmm. and it because so it's it's it really is this more complicated um activity for Mm -hmm. the brain because it's transferring and it's building, like I said, a new network of connections. It's helping your brain figure out through movement, you're helping your brain figure out new information and put things together, which just makes the brain better, right? Like all Mm -hmm. we've, we've been talking about making neuron connections and how important that is for learning. And, and all of this goes hand in hand. So the, it's, it's really just growing the brain, growing the learner. And so for students that don't play, you know, sports with with a ball, could dance, is that something that is similar, like learning a dance routine? Oh, learning a dance routine? Absolutely. That is, talk about complex. Exactly. What you were saying earlier, you know, okay, well, what if it's solo play and I'm dancing in my bedroom to my favorite song? You're right. I mean, that is, I would say that's less complex, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're dancing to your song, but then when you throw in the need to add specific steps that may be a dance teacher or maybe you're getting off of YouTube or TikTok or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely more complex learning and should absolutely be encouraged. So things like that, yeah, you're exactly right. It doesn't have to be, you know, a certain um, ball game or anything like that. It really can be any any of those types of movement activities, like I said, that just require more coordination. Those are great ideas to think about for coordinated and also aerobic activity for children. So both are beneficial. So any other tips for parents to try for promoting movement, which we know is important for the learning process? Yes. So, okay, let's say first, think about opportunities your child currently has to move throughout the day. 
So think about where there might be gaps that you can help them fill with that intentional mm-hmm. movement. And remember, exactly like we just said, Mary, it can be those coordinated activities, but it can also just be aerobic, getting the blood pumping. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the next tip then is mix it up for your child. Ensure that they are doing those things that get the blood pumping as well as activities that require coordination. So just keeping in mind that balance there. And then finally, I would say when it comes to projects or maybe some of those tougher assignments, just remember that tip, you know, remember that after exercise is a prime time to tackle big thinking. So I think that's something we can all sort of Mm -hmm. take and benefit from moving after this episode. Absolutely. And, And I know it would depend on, you know, each family's schedule, but that might even be a good transition point after school. Get outside, play, get active then go to do homework. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know what I just thought of too, that could be, I don't know, maybe a fourth tip here is what about, you know, some of the things that you do as a parent for movement? I know sometimes right. that's also our escape and our way to kind of like be alone. But what if there, what if you're already doing some kind of exercise and movement yourself that you could invite your child into and they can be getting that same benefit of just the moving, the exercising and their blood flowing and that way. Um, and then it's also like a bonding experience with exactly. your child. So that could be an opportunity as well. Yeah. You might walk to the park or do yoga together. Or, yes. Yeah. Throw yes. the ball. All right. Well, great tips here. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. Please share this episode with a parent friend. And as always, we invite you to connect with us. Email us your question at schoolhouse at studereducation.com and it might be featured on a future episode. That's schoolhouse at stu. D-E-R-E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N.com. And parents, we also invite you to become a member of our new Parent is Learning Coach website. In addition to our Schoolhouse podcast, members have access to learning coach guides, skill sessions, and weekly tips. So please check us out at studereducation.com slash parent dash as dash learning dash coach. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we look forward to having you join us next time at the Schoolhouse.